0: Andrew, hello. Thanks so much for sparing the time and joining me today.
1: James, it's an absolute pleasure. Great to be here. Thanks for the invitation.
0: Absolute pleasure. It's fantastic to have you. So you are, to give you your full title, you are Andrew Morgan, Toastmaster Wedding Host and Master of Ceremonies. (laughs) Um, Which is a big big bowl of fun stuff, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, So so the thing thing I'd really like to hash out with you is... um, what are a wedding Toastmaster's duties?
1: Okay, well, I'd just like to start by just talking a little bit about the ethos of what a Toastmaster does, if that's okay, just for a second. We'll get on to individual duties because I think what's important, first of all, uh, is to each, each wedding, each function, although they may appear on surface, uh, that's, that, 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 that some can follow a very similar sort of format. Every wedding, as I'm sure you and people are going to be watching uh, this, uh, will appreciate, they are totally individual and they have to be treated with the respect that that deserves. Every particular client that comes um, across our doors uh, has their own set of uh, of expectations, their own set of dreams and uh, uh, aspirations that they want to achieve on their big day. And we need to ensure that uh, although, uh, let's say, for example, you've got a a uh a traditional western european wedding or english wedding for example they may follow a similar sort of format as opposed to a, a an asian wedding or an afro-caribbean wedding where they'll, they'll have their own sort of uh, uh, general expectations but once you've got to get to the uh, you've got to get to the get to the point that actually each of these clients come from their own backgrounds they come their own expectations and they need, and therefore, some some work needs to be done in terms of finding out what their expectations are, how they want to see their day uh, progress, and fundamentally, what they are uh, what they are left with in terms of memories for the rest of their lives. Because I often say to my clients, what's important is that you're going to spend I don't know six months, twelve months, eighteen months, maybe looking uh, looking at planning your wedding. <clears throat> it's very easy to visualise a wedding. Uh, where it might get to but what's actually important is come the day you're going to spend the rest of your life remembering what happened and that's where uh, that's where making sure that the day goes as absolutely perfectly as possible for the bride and groom come in come into it so i spend a lot of time on that type of basis with my clients talking through having a planning meeting beforehand and understanding what they're looking for from their wedding and then adding on to that adding on adding on to that we need to take into consideration the uh, expectations and experiences of the guests, the friends, the family who are going to turn up. Uh, not all groups of people are in and out of formal or semi-formal occasions every weekend of their life. Mm, and right. so, uh, and it's really important to make sure that people are comfortable uh, with, with the situation that they find themselves in. And um, it, it, i enjoy that part of the—I enjoy that part because I have to make sure that each each uh, uh, wedding that i attend i've got to make sure that i gel well with the uh, clients make sure that they respect me for what i'm doing there but more importantly that uh, we have a we have a rapport which uh, lasts for the 8 10 hours or so that i'm going to spend in their company and uh, getting to the bottom of all that then helps me uh, deliver the duties of the day, so to speak uh what what would people would expect to see a toastmaster do uh with the utmost sort of uh, ease and le- and the least sort of resilience, if you see what I mean, which goes with ensuring that people are getting from one place to another and enjoying themselves to the best of their abilities all day long mm-hmm. so there's a lot of there's a, there's another level of things which need to go on to that as well, which are of course the expectations of other wedding professionals probably first and foremost is the venue that you're working at um, because they have their own ideas and their own uh, uh, customs and practice that work well I mean, and I think it's really important as well to respect the fact that most venues absolutely know 100% what works well for on their premises and what doesn't work yeah. well and um, myself as a toastmaster and every other wedding professional who turns up there's a guest on their premises just as the wedding guests are is, is the view that I look at it. And uh, and it's really important to respect that. And then working with photographers and other wedding videographers, other wedding professionals, uh, to ensure that the day goes incredibly well is is, is 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 another layer that goes on top of what I do in my. Uh, it it kind of comes a second nature after a while, but you you need to you need to sort of process all this in your mind before and during the event, so that uh, so that it all goes as well as possible. So. <clears throat> Going on to the duties, I'm normally at a wedding, let's say, let's just let just go through a a a, a regular sort of uh, straightforward uh, British sort of wedding. If you see what I mean, traditional sure, sort of wedding. Okay. It, uh, if it's a civil ceremony at a at a venue, then I'll probably be there an hour an hour and a half beforehand. Done any checks and I need to on on uh, audio visual systems that might be needed and PA systems and things like that. Uh, help with the help the groom specifically at this part of the day, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, help getting his buttonholes right, maybe his cravat and stuff like that. Just making sure that he's comfortable because he's going to be nervous probably. <laughs> he's got a big day ahead of him. He's got to look forward to his uh, fiance's future wife turn up. So that's an really important part of the day, and that's an important element of actually setting the tone for what i'm looking at for the day because i get to see the best man or the best men the the groom's entourage the uh and and, and i can create a relationship with them and have a bit of fun maybe while they're doing the uh, uh group photographs for the for the for the groomsmen before the day kicks off if you see what i mean so that's what i'll start off with doing i work with the uh, uh wedding venue to ensure that people are sat in the in, in, the, in, in, the, in the in the in the ceremony room Mm-hmm. And uh, and taking consideration anything that, that clearly that the uh, uh, registrars want to do at this particular point of the day, and then over the, to them, they're the kings and queens of this part of the day, clearly, because they've got to get the uh, happy couple married um, mm-hmm. during the drinks reception, canopies reception. I often help photographers to get the group shots uh, done, uh, having a list of the photographs that they want to do expedites the whole procedure. So mm-hmm. sometimes a part of the day that can go a little bit slowly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really, again, with planning beforehand is to ensure that uh, I always ask somebody from the groom's family or the bride's family to act as a point of contact beforehand so that we can look for. The relatives, um, relatives who I don't know who they are. I don't know who Auntie Jane is or Uncle Bill, yeah, but somebody, course, yeah. somebody does, and uh, it's easier to facilitate that rather than have somebody like me shouting at the top of the voice in, the, in a in a in a beautiful garden of a country house, <laughs> and all these yeah. little things, all these little things help. So I help the photographer to as much of as little extent as they want. Sometimes they don't want any help, and that's absolutely fine. Um, but I'll just I'll just go along with that. Getting making some announcements to the uh, assembled guests before the uh, wedding breakfast. That's always a bit of fun. Making mm-hmm. sure that people are comfortable, telling uh, filling in the guest books, or or if there's any uh, uh, other types of uh, a sort of uh, memorabilia. You know, uh, we could be having a a, 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 a signing
0: uh, pictures. Or...
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all that yeah. sort of thing. Um, making sure that people are aware that they they need to do that because that's a, that's an important memory of the day for the for the bride and groom. And just, just making sure people are comfortable and have a bit of fun with them as well, depending on how I feel the audience or, or the, uh, the assembled guests are going to react to to certain things. Toastmaster is there to make facilitate a day and to make it go really well. In my opinion, a, a, a Toastmaster is in no way a star of a show or anything like that. Mm. I, my My job is to ensure that I bring a certain presence to the day, but the stars of the, the day are the bride and groom, are the best, they, 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 the family, they all come before me. I'm just there to give them a little bit of a help to make sure that they have that great day. Does that make sense?
0: It does. Funnily enough, for, um, for our wedding, we booked the venue and we didn't think about having a Toastmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, or a host, because we came from the wedding industry. So we figured, you know, we, we kind of knew what was going on, how to how to corral people and how to announce things. and Had a pretty yep. good idea. But the venue, unbeknownst to us, actually had their own recommended Toastmaster, which they booked on our behalf and didn't actually tell us about. So oh, wow. we turned up on the day and had a Toastmaster that we didn't well, know there about. there you go. And he was the best thing ever. He Perfect. really, really helped and like you say you know at the beginning I was stood there cocktail a storm of, of mad thoughts going through my head as I was waiting for Rachel to come to come yeah. down the aisle and he was there and he was a very calm presence and Brilliant. put all the guests at ease and from from that point onwards we've, we've kind of become very very pro Toastmaster very Brilliant. very pro Master of Ceremonies because they are fantastic and like you say that's you know you organize the whole day and, and it's that's so that's okay. helpful
1: that's a really uh, interesting uh, comment that you made, because, of course, the, the, the recommended Toastmaster of the venue knows the place inside out. He knows he knows he, possibly other, uh, maybe not specifically on your particular uh, occasion, but the, the venue may well have uh, been um, giving out recommendations for photographers and videographers and florists and whoever else might be involved on the day. And the Toastmaster would probably know them very well. Mm-hmm. And the Toastmaster then has a professional relationship to enable it to be as seamless as possible and on sure. those occasions when that happens It's very very noticeable. It's right. uh, it's very noticeable when, 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 when I'm working with people that I've worked with dozens and dozens of times in the past I know how they click it's almost like working with a, a fellow an employee if I was, mm-hmm. if, I was, if, I was empl- if I was employed by an organization, that makes sense. So it's a good point you make um, so once the bride, once the uh, wedding, of course, one of the important part, the great part of the day here is, of course, getting a great entrance for the bride and groom because they're going to yeah. come into the room and so we're there with their assembled uh, guests in front of them, and we want to make sure that's a very memorable t- time of the day. And that's again, that can be done in the most appropriate way for the couple. And sometimes, mm-hmm. we have, sometimes having, having some great music behind it at the same time creates a fabulous effect. And it's re- and it's a really good part for the uh, for the videographer to uh, to get uh, to, to the, the day mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. So then, speeches. What's important with speeches, whether they're before or after the wedding breakfast? They're mostly after the wedding breakfast. And uh, if I often say to people, if they have a, if they're looking for a, a choice of one way or another, it is better to go afterwards if there's no, if there's nothing else, because it helps the catering team mm.
0: not, to have
1: to, not not to have to guess what when the starters are going to be ready. It's really Absolutely. important thing to understand that, and the um, guests
0: are probably really hungry.
1: And the guests are hungry. Absolutely, yeah. They've had a few glasses of Prosecco. They need mm-hmm. to have a, they need to have some starters. So, anyway, but either way, again, whatever what, that's just advice that I give. Whatever the Biden groom wants, is absolutely perfect, of course. And uh, so, after I, I normally introduce each speaker, get them a round of applause, put them at ease, uh, get a, get them a round of applause after each speech as well. So, I'm introducing them, pass them over. They propose the toast, and then, I, and I'll, then I'll move the uh, move the microphone onto the next uh, the next speaker. And uh, something which is quite nice as well is you often you often find the bride and groom will give some gifts away to uh, some of their uh, uh, friends and entourage and so on. And it's nice to be able to just I can just pass the gifts to the bride to give to the uh, to give the recipients as well. So it saves bride and groom sort of looking around on the table under the table behind them and things like that. So all these little things add up during the course of the day Mm. in terms of uh, the way it's captured and the way it goes smoothly. I think and then another part of the day then after that, mostly cake cuttings are done later in the evening, as I'm sure you appreciate. Uh, after evening guests come, but sometimes there might be a cutting of the cake at the end of the wedding breakfast. If not, I think it's a really, really important part of the re- day that I can do here is to set expectations of what's going to happen for the rest of the evening, because yes. there's gonna, there's normally going to be a few extra evening guests come. There mm-hmm. might be a handful or there might be 150 extra arriving, you know, depends on, on what's going on. But, uh, what, whether there's going to be a little bit of downtime, whether the room needs to be refreshed, the DJ needs to set up, or whatever it might be, people need to know at this stage what's expected, so that so that they can go and freshen up, they can go and have a bit of downtime, have a walk around the gardens, or whatever it might be, and uh, and be back ready for the uh, for the uh, cutting of the cake and the first dance and so on. So that's an important part of the day, and then I'll, I'll be I will normally stay through until the, uh, uh, I announce the Brian Groom back in for the evening, along with the DJ or the band. Um, have a fabulous time with the cutting of the cake and announcing the first dance, and then that's normally the sort of time that I would be saying farewell and uh, allow the uh, allow the DJ and the, or the band leader to get on and do what they do really well, and to uh, and to MC the rest of the evening because it's a different, it's a totally different function after that, as you mm. appreciate. And uh, I have to, you know, are occasions where I will stay till the end. I have stayed till the end, um, whether there's been some specific reasons or not. But it tends to be. Uh, different culture uh, uh, weddings, rather than um, yeah. the, straight, the straightforward uh, uh, English-style British weddings. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm there to do whatever is required during the course of the day, and I will act accordingly and take it from there. But it all comes back to the planning beforehand, the relationships of the, with the with the guests and the bride and groom, clearly uh, the family, and also the relationships and the working understanding I have with the uh, with my fellow wedding professionals during the course of the day as well. And that's it. And I don't know how many minutes we've taken. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that pretty much
0: covers it, Andrew. That's good. That's great.
1: So yeah, that's it basically. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to another year ahead. Soon okay. get to, it'll soon be another, uh, wedding season getting, getting underway and we'll see where that goes.
0: Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, Andrew, listen, thank you so much for taking the time to, uh, to share that with us today. Really appreciate that. It's my pleasure, no
1: problem. Thanks for the thanks for the uh, invitation once again, James. Appreciate no, you. That's, your, our, that's our,
0: our pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> okay, uh, all yeah. the Andrew, best. I hope to speak to you soon, okay? Take yeah. care. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye-bye.